This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by Yeg Podfest, presented by Edmonton Community Foundation, in partnership with the Alberta Podcast Network and LitFest, Canada's non-fictional festival. Running October 1st through 3rd, Yeg Podfest will be held all online this year, so anyone can tune in to experience it. Events include masterclasses with professional podcasters, obviously not us, uh, panel discussions, feature interviews, and more. Some of APN's member shows will be there too, so join us for the virtual party from October 1st through 3rd. To check out the full lineup and get tickets, head to yegpodfest.ca. That's y-e-g-podfest.ca. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us goes down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field. Bang him! Bang him! Bang him! Somebody light me up! It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And we are also a part of the CFPN, the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and welcome back into the Turf District. Uh, I wish it was uh, a lot more fun things that we had to talk about tonight, but we're still going to get together and chat football and talk all the things that are going on with our team. And... Um, you know, I guess the rule we try to live by is if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. So the pod might only be five minutes, but we'll see how long we get. So uh, first, of course, joining us from Turf District West, it is the the gentler man himself. Super fan, Mike. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, handlers, baby. <laughs> yeah. So um, did you already uh, send the message to Kamar Jordan for the, the fee for using the Jantlers? I don't know. I'm going to have to give him something because, uh, yeah, that, that stuff's copyright. I'm just saying. That, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Like we copyrighted it early. I, I need to get why. my lawyers. There we go. <laughs> you better uh, get on the copyright law right now. That's right. <laughs> that's what we've been waiting for. Jantlers uh, you know. <laughs> So Jantler's um, telegraphed Mike. I, what's the T? No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, guess who else is here, Mike? Who else is here? Making her triumphant return. It is the one and only Commissioner Kayla. How are you? Wah, wah, wah. Oh, no, no. We're very happy you're here. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. I mean, Saturday was a dread fest, but Sunday came and it was a new day. <laughs> That's where the offense went. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, the green and gold, they paired notes and went on the same playbook because they both just got stopped. Yeah, both both green and gold teams north and south of the border decided that offense was optional on the weekend. South I'm uh... okay with, 100%. Like, go to town. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, poor Joe Pritchard is upset again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the poor cheese heads, eh? Yeah, I can't That's please right. them all. Yeah, that's, that's very true. 
Uh, Kayla, tell us how how have you been? It's been like three weeks since we've chatted with you. You've you've gone uh, out to the mountains. You've gone down to the Labor Day game. You actually got to watch a Labor Day game where we won, which is yes. craziness. Uh, and you were uh, at the game, of course, on Saturday, seeing the Dream Team and all of those types of things. So uh, so how is how's things going? Um, yeah, it's been a trying year for my family, um, but you know, it's life. You just gotta persevere and, and stick around the ones who love you and you love and, you know, you just get through life. Um, but I mean, Labor Day, maybe that's why I'm not so upset about Saturday because I was there on Labor Day and I would not trade it for anything because winning on Labor Day is something spectacular. (laughs) It was so much fun. It was so quiet there. And then they got their um, their revenge, which is fine because, like I said, we won in McMahon. <laughs> but yeah, it's always great seeing everyone from from Calgary, and you know, met some new Stamps fans on Saturday. They were sitting right across from us, and they were obnoxious and loud, but fun. So we had good banter, and you know, at the end of the day, we're all CFL fans, and you know, you meet some new ones, and they were they just happened to be good fans. So it was it was fun. I mean, a bad outcome, but. I mean, you, you you win some, you lose some. Football's back. I you, when you're a fan, you just gotta go through it, <laughs> just like <laughs> life. So you know, it's it's football. It's not that serious for me. Um, but I don't know. I can't complain. I just can't complain, guys. Football's back. Like maybe I'm just a little airheaded, but. <laughs> well, I'm looking behind you, and it looks like you're trying to relive. Saturday for some no, reason. Is no, that not what that is? Or is that Monday the, night? No, no, that's Ravens that's and Monday. Raiders. Oh, all right then. Excellent. Yeah. I couldn't tell. I was like, wait a second. Is that? Okay. No. Um, super fan, uh, tell us about uh, the good part of the game. And by that, I mean the tailgate before the game started. Well, that was implied. Um, yeah, <laughs> okay, that, was a lot, that was a lot of fun uh, getting to see everybody. It started off a little quiet. Um, but it was kind of to be expected. Uh, we got there about 2.30, I guess, to set up. And by three o'clock, uh, yeah, they started rolling in. And then once the dream team kind of showed up and Trio Grande, you know, that started getting the uh, festivities going. And of course, it was uh, Jedi's birthday, so it's always a special time. Uh, she's awesome. the one that gets to choose the meal. And of course, this year, as always, it's tacos in a bag. So, so good. <laughs> yeah, we only only brought 80 bags of Doritos. Um, normally, in only. any other year, sometimes that doesn't quite last the year but this time we did about half of it so not too shabby uh and a lot of happy faces so and then of course the cupcakes i mean come on how do you go mm-hmm. wrong with yeah. the cupcakes and adult dunkaroos oh the adult dunkaroos <laughs> they were adults dunkaroos oh yes i believe they're actually called dinkaroos are they not dinkaroos oh. yeah yeah oh. yeah okay yeah, yeah there you go yeah um no that it it sounded i i it was probably one of the hardest ones for me, actually, because of just like you said, the dream team comes up. Trio Grande is there. And, um, you know, uh, like I miss those people so much. And uh, the and the return classic is a big deal in, in our family. So it was uh, it, it, it was tough for sure. Um, on the other hand, uh, we had uh, young super family Thomas here and he was yes. a riot. 
And uh, the best part might have, of the evening might have been when he met Wilson and Wilson decided that he was going to try to go through Thomas's legs because he thinks that's fun and almost lifted him off the floor. And Thomas looked at me and he goes, Wilson's trying to turn this into a rodeo. And I just killed myself laughing. Well, like, you're in Alberta, right? That, so. that kid's out. I mean, if that's the case, we can do whatever we want as long as it's a rodeo. Right. Yeah, we can do yeah, like, hey, cheers. This is fantastic. Um, so, we, yeah, we did have a good time. And. Right. Uh, the you know the uh, the kids got to watch some shows and we got to have a few laughs and 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 then uh, I stood upstairs and sulked while they were downstairs watching shows and it was great so uh, <laughs> was well, it though? Yeah, that's fine <laughs> um, it was uh, yeah it was quite quite the weekend of football uh, before we get into to breaking down our game I I do want to say uh, thanks to both uh, Rouge Radio and to Two and Out because uh, I, I've been doing the podcast circuit um, as of late and uh, uh, you know what yeah. it, it's it's always fun you know, just chat and kind of play and talk football with those guys. And, uh, you know, with Rouge Daltz, I mean, I haven't been on with him in a while. And so, you know, we got a, a couple of good laughs and then uh, going on with Travis and, and, you know, trying to do my best tie impression was always a blast. So, well, uh, how well there was, were you? Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. I, I, I really just stole his lines. But other than that, oh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's as close as I'm ever getting to be tie. You don't want to go full Brazilian time. No, <laughs> no, no, that's dangerous for most people. Cell. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do that. No. Um, all right, let's talk about the game. Uh, as we know, and as we've uh, alluded to, uh, not the greatest game uh, by the Elks for this year. Uh, doubled up on by Calgary, 32-16. Um, so, uh, so let's... I don't know. Where do you, where do you want to start? Do you want to start bad or good? Mike, you can pick this time. Where do you, where do you want to start? Oh, you know what? It's so hard to say. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you just want to get ripped the bandaid off as much as possible. So let's start with that. Fair. Okay. Let's, let's go with the bad side. Then, uh, Kayla, what, what do you, what did you, what stood out for you in this game? Um, for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, this just felt like I like the that's bad timing for me to take a sip. And anyway, go ahead. <laughs> it felt like week two all over again. Just brutal. Like, oh, I mean, I hate when the crowd boos, but man alive, I can kind of concur too. It's just can field goals for one. Okay, we live through that. We can do it again. But oh my god, that offense just could not get anything going. It just looked like a complete fall apart. Like, is this a team? Did they practice? Do they even talk? Do they communicate? Like what is going on? I'm so confused. That team from one day did not show up. I'm not sure if they left them in Calgary and swap notes. Like, I don't know, but it was just, it was so lackluster. It felt like, I mean, the defense did what they could, but even them, like the backfield and the DBs are kind of blowing a lot of coverage too. And it just, it felt really slow and unmotivated, and maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't see much blitzing. Maybe I'm wrong, but it mm-hmm. felt very conservative, very boring. The pressure was not really there. I mean, I think Calgary was its own worst enemy, <laughs> and they still <laughs> won. So, yeah, I, I, it was just everything, like, that game was just a mess. 
Uh, that's fair. Uh, super fan. I'll let you build off of that. Yeah, I was gonna say that really sums it up so well. Um, <laughs> I've I got a couple of things, and I actually have one that's sort of a bad. That's a positive, and and anyway, we'll get oh. into that. Um, okay. Penalties were terrible. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, for both sides, right? Yeah, Calgary both sides. had twelve penalties for 110 yards. We had twelve for 125. Yeah. Um, both bad, but we just seemed to have them at the absolute worst time. Um, but yeah, the biggest one finally get a play <laughs> four 15 yard no yard penalties on on uh, special teams and as I texted you you're killing me Smalls <laughs> yeah I like, know oh it's my like, goodness dude like, the new guy and everything else but let it hit the ground and it's only five yards or <laughs> but yeah anyway that was pretty tough but for me one of the positives that was sort of negative is that Wilder and Fletcher combined had. 13 carries, but a 6.0 yards per carry average. Why did they not see the ball more? I do. I don't understand. I wish I could tell you that that's my, that was my WTF for this week is you, you have a six yard average and your offensive line, although some were cover sacks, I, I will say that there was a couple of times where Trevor hung onto the ball and, and couldn't get it downfield and then got sacked. But there was at least four of those seven, was it? Seven sacks in the end? Seven sacks. Um, Oy. Calgary's had no sacks the entire year. They get seven. Like, if that's the case, then you know that that D-line is pinning their ears back. Hand it off or dump it or screen or it screens, or something. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. to me, I was it was mind-boggling. And then when you look at the stats after and you see that six-yard average, why are we not taking advantage of that? I don't understand. I mean, I'm always calling for more runs anyway, but <laughs> it's hard sure. to argue with those kind of numbers. At a six average, every just hand the ball off. You will always get a first down. I mean, obviously the law of averages is going to balance out, but at the same time, Wilder has proven this year he's got some magnificent running capabilities. Mm-hmm. And Fletcher has been no slouch himself. I mean, he had an eight yards per carry average on his two carries for thirteen for uh, 16 yards. Yeah. Wow. Why is he? Like, what does he need to do to earn more playing time? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and I think in this game, it, uh, I hate to say this cause I, I, I really like coach Elizondo, but it's like he, it, it was like the veteran coach going against the rookie coach, mm-hmm. right? Like it was just, yeah. So like interesting choices all around and, but, and just but, not sparking the team, but he's not a rookie offensive coordinator. I mean, he's the one that's fair the plays and has been calling them for years. That's fair. I, I wonder That's if fair. he just outsmarted himself. I don't know. Or or maybe they were just clinging to how much they could go to the passing game on Monday and thinking, well, this this we got to be able to do that again. Mm-hmm. But That's like, maybe problem. that's what. They're, yeah, because but, they went to it so much last game and they were doing play action and just not running the ball. But you're like, we don't have to bite on the play action because they're going to be faking it. And then, like you say, pin your ears back and go. I, I didn't understand it, but. Yeah, uh, and yeah. you know, I mean, Deontay Wesley had probably the worst game at left tackle we've seen in a while. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, I, don't, I don't know how much that was on him, yeah. but uh, I mean, there were seven sacks, three by um, Banks and three by Sean Lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, put it, put an extra guy. Why isn't Tuck out there more than just to kind yeah. of? Well, right? only one fullback, and he's also doing special teams, right? Right. So. But you gotta. 
Yeah. Oh, that 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 was so <laughs> was very painful to watch. Yeah. Need some um, more Wilder WWE action going on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that that tends to fire them up a bit. That would that would have been a lot better. Um, I, I want to ask this question before we move away from the bad. Um, Commonwealth, I. I don't get it. It was. It used to be the scariest place place to play. The boneyard. And now we're you know we're we're zero and three. Uh, we have the the new name launch. It's here. We're gonna get where football is back, and three performances now at Commonwealth that were less than stellar. Let's put it that way. So, um, it, how do how do they fix? the Commonwealth issue. Cause that, that's the part that brings more, you want to go and watch the game where your team plays well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Kayla, you were saying you, you've got to watch them in Calgary and it was just like that made the whole weekend. Right. And you don't even care that they lost in the rematch. Cause it was so good to watch them play live and win. And we've had three now where we're just, it's, you know, but it gets to the point where there's losing and then there's losing without really trying anything lackluster. It just felt so disorientated and not even a team. And when at least that first game against the Red Bucks, it was so close that you're just like, oh, man. Like, at least I was entertained with that last play where we came so close to winning. But week two in this game, it's the same thing. It was just, oh, my gosh, just get your act together. Like, what even are you? You're not a team, that's for sure. So I don't know if it's just pressure to perform at home with the whole like name change and like there's so much going against this team and then all the COVID stuff and it's like I don't I maybe it's just too much and they can't get their locker room together and get united I don't I I don't know I'm not in there and we haven't been able to talk to anybody so who knows <laughs> that's fair uh is pressure to, to <laughs> pressure to perform is that the uh, title of the podcast <laughs> i don't know but it sounded like it might have been words might, is hard um, i was gonna i was gonna words words is hard i don't know uh, what's going on yeah i need more cider you carry on mike what did you what else did you find that was <laughs> uh, decent? We're sort of getting in we're decent or we're still on the what the fire trucker mm. um what the fire trucker then we'll move on yeah yeah so uh the biggest one is 20 seconds left in the game we have a fumble that leads to a <sighs> touchdown if we would have not just like punted it away or thrown a bomb to, you know, try and get a pass interference or something, then we own the season series because we would Correct. be tied and we would have been ahead by three points. Now we're behind by three points. We're not seeing Calgary again. So they have the season series. So if we end up tied, they, they're ahead of us. That is just, yeah. and the other thing I noticed is that, I mean, we had 10 punts in this game. Uh, somebody on, uh, what is it, Go Elks or ElksHerd.ca uh, was posting okay. uh, that it's 41% of our, our drives are two and out at home. This 41. Season. 41%. Oh, that is man. Massive. We average four points, sorry, four punts per game on the road, 8.3 at home. Unreal. Absolutely. That... Um, I mean, how often do you see like 18 punts in a game between two teams. Like that's, that just tells you that neither team necessarily is doing great when they have eight and we have 10, but wow. Those, I mean, they're putting the foot back in football or I don't know what it is, but, um, and the thing about punting is their net average was 44.1 yards. Ours is 38. 
Um, so with 10, that's six yards difference. So with 10 punts, we yeah, gave them 60 more yards than we crazy. had. That's crazy. And, and they're punting 44 and our return game was, yeah, oh, that was net. Oh, What's okay. Net? I was going to say, cause our, our return up. game was catch and fall down. Um, which is basically what we're used to at this point. <laughs> we need taller people. <laughs> Gets the ball. If he could catch, I was just going to say. Who's just, stop we him? Just, really? I mean. Dig up that I diamond fairy tackle that he had years ago on that interception. Believe that me, no be one's more entertaining. I, I agree. I agree. We need more. Yeah. Just let Mike Moore catch it and start running. Go. I'll look like something. Try and tackle him. Yeah. What? What? How could it be any worse? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm guessing we get at least a five yard more average because he could carry people. Can he catch the ball and hold on to it? That's all we care about. Uh, actually, yeah, I guess we should probably talk about that too with our defense because <laughs> how many pushups? At least three that I can think of that were would have been massive game changers. Yeah, that Jonathan Rose one, yeah. the first one, that was like it hit him right in the hand. The worst spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, now I, I, okay, let's, let's switch gears to some good because yes. I, I, I do, I, I don't want to get too far away on the defense. Cause in, in my mind, they, they were the, the phase of the team that showed up and, yeah. um, uh, you know, we finally get the turnover and not only is it a turnover, but it's a turnover for a pick six, uh, Tremaine Washington, not even close. He is the player of the game. 100%. Like it shouldn't, like there shouldn't even be a discussion. Don't even put anybody else on the board. Just put him up. <laughs> the the only ball. other person that could be is Sean White. I mean, he did everything he was asked to do, right? So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, he was just his all his good self. Tremaine Washington right. was above and beyond. And I think the most important thing is that. Next week, we may have Derek Moncrief back at Sam Linebacker. So at this point, up until this game, Tremaine Washington may have been on the bubble to get replaced by Brian Walker, who might have gone back from mm -hmm. his, his Sam spot to the defensive half spot. I don't think it's going to happen now. No, Even I don't my think so. mom knew that he was amazing. He played well. Yep. She's like, oh, that number eight guy was all over the place. Jeez, sure what? <laughs> Can you please do the Mama Jedi impression every show? That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, that was very good. And don't um, forget, Washington also had a forced fumble. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, I mean, talk, so he has a pick six and a forced fumble. That's pretty impressive. He he had a great night. He had a great... And, and the other one that where he got around to Bo and, and basically... Could have caused the fumble, but then Bo yeah. moved his arm forward. Like that was, yeah. so he could have had another one, and that would have been a huge yeah. turnover, right? Yeah. Like, so, I, I mean, that's that to me. That's the positive. He he had a monster game. So, um, Kayla, did you have any other positives that you found in this one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good snort. No, not that I can think of. Other than like, I had fun. And it was a oh, good, good time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The game, no. Heavens, no. Okay. <laughs> Super fan? Uh, yeah, I've got a few um, other spots. I mean, Niles Morgan, I thought, had had some good spots for sure. Uh, he had the only sack of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he had two defensive tackles and a special teams tackle as well, so that kind of helped. Um, Hugh O'Neill's kickoffs were better. He had a 62-yard okay. average. Um, but the defense as a whole, like you talked about it off the top, 
Um, they had a they had yeah. ten pass knockdowns yeah. in this game. Like that's huge. Plus the interception uh, and and two forced fumbles. Uh, one of them to to uh, Tremaine Washington, and that's just only going to get better once Moncrief is in the lineup. So I think played a lot about the secondary eight last season. And I think this season it's shown it has definitely improved when yeah, the guys absolutely. are on the field. Um, that brings up a question for me: what what happens with Brian Walker then? Now, yeah, I, I don't or, know. Or is, is he going to back up? Because he was on the one game injured, was he not for this last game? Right, right. So we'll have to see where that turns out. But yes. he's he's also a great player. No, I don't want to take any. Like Moncrief is playing amazing, and we know that. And he's but, an all star. He's an all Canadian player. Absolutely. But you don't want to take, you know, it's hard to take Walker off the field when you know how good he played too, right? So it should be interesting. And I thought Walker played a big role in, in the Labor Day game. Yep. So so it should be, it'll it'll be an interesting week to when we watch the injury reports and, and how things kind of pan out before we have to <laughs> play Winnipeg. We'll oh, no. Good point. by the way. Uh, could, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think our defense is going to be one of the tougher ones they face or have faced so far. And they are vulnerable for sure. We've seen them lose. Um, sure. I mean, not much, but we have seen them lose. So <laughs> we'll talk about that more on the, what does this team have to do to win the game? But I mean, people said that we couldn't win the Labor Day game and, and Kaylee was there. She saw it with her own eyes. Yeah. That's, that's it was great. <laughs> okay. Again, finally, it's good. It's a video podcast. That's wonderful. <laughs> Uh, super fan, tell us some, uh, YouTube delight and what, what do we have going on that we need to answer for or talk about? Well, let's scroll back. There's a lot of chatter going That's on. I'm going to tell yeah. you, I love it. Um, <laughs> from our, one of our favorite oh, yes. Argos, uh, fans out there. Uh, uh, everyone should check out their podcast for sure. He says, you three are braver than us on the fan cast to film your show. So... <laughs> Said, well, that was nice of him. You should give it a shot for sure. Uh, and he does say that the referee on Sunday looked like he was 12. Um, <laughs> it's fair. Yeah, and I think he was the same guy that replaced uh, Al Bradbury when Bradbury went down. So, uh, yeah, that was such a great game for us that way. Um, but uh, what are you going to do? Uh, Coach Vic says that he is sorry he did miss the tailgate. Uh, he had a late game in Sullivan and had to race to get to the second quarter, but he did make it to West of Us, which was fantastic oh, nice. to see him there. So, uh, you know, Excellent. always great when we can get together with our football family. So, uh, what else we got? Uh, Patrick B. Penguin uh, says, not going to lie, I hate the triple headers. Would rather spread the wealth. And then he says, you know what? Let's just not talk about the game. You know, let's try that. <laughs> Let's try that. Yeah, let's try. Well, maybe one of these. We'll see what happens next week. Um, actually, Kayla, we didn't get to ask you that last week. What, what do you think of the triple headers? A whole day of football? I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I, it's, I don't it's know. A, it, sorry. It's a little bit more fun when you're the last game because when you're at the tailgate, if you go, you can watch the game at home and then you're at the tailgate watching the game and then it's your game. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I like them. A whole weekend of football? Sure. Yep. I'm good. Okay. And I mean, I'd rather not compete on Thursdays with the NFL, so... I can see that. I I like like what we have this week where we've got the two doubleheaders back-to-back nights. Like, I, I like... I like that. So not, I'm, I'm not totally against a triple header, but that was a long day. And, and again, having kids, you know, I had to, I had to have the first game just on the yeah. radio while we were out at the park. Right. So 
Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because Keep they're, they're not yeah. going to sit and watch nine hours of football as much as I'd love them to. Um, <laughs> what? My perspective is so different. I don't have kids, right? Exactly. So I can do whatever yeah. I want. <laughs> Nachos in bed. Yeah. Um, the uh, but yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, but I, I think that um, I, I, I don't disagree with 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 Penguin. I, I, I'd be okay if they did two doubleheaders like they are this week. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was mentioning when we were talking about ugly, and we were on the bad. He he just has special teams. I'm like, I know I hate to sound like a broken record on that, but, you know, not yeah. so special teams. Um, uh, Leanne actually had uh, tweeted while we were just starting up. Uh, she asked Jed Roberts um, specifically, okay. what can we do to improve on special teams? And and Jed, in his very blunt and uh, the only way that Jed can, said yes. uh, this requires everyone busting their asses to the echo of the whistle in an effort to make their blocks and a returner with enough courage to run north-south. The yep. Elks have neither. Oh, well, that is... Uh, if he knows special teams. Know special teams, you know, and more than just, you know, popping up with your arms up every time there's a tackle. <laughs> Although James Tuck is very good at that. He is very good at it. And, you know, at some <laughs> yes. tackles. Um, yes. <laughs> speaking of Leanne, uh, she did post, what went wrong in the game? Hmm. How many ways are there to say they fed? Um, <laughs> I think we've had a few, yeah, a few different ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, we I did toss around the idea of titling this podcast "Home Cooked Sandwich," so That's I mean, true. it's pretty, oh. pretty oh, much kind of return of the at. fire trucker. Fantastic. Oh, hey, uh, we don't have enough of that. That's yeah. true. Uh, back to Will Gertler. Uh, nobody has anything on my Vikings for penalties, uh, so uh, you can fair. feel his pain as a Vikings fan. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Ken Ludwig said uh, they had a good first quarter, but then fell asleep afterwards. And then talking about the running game, how about a draw running play or a delayed draw? You Absolutely. Know what I mean? be like, perfect. When yeah. they're pinning their ears back and they're coming to the quarterback and you hand it off, that would be a real good way to take uh, to take advantage of that and, and make, make them sit back a bit on their heels if knowing that's a possibility. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and, and Will Gertler agrees, take advantage of Wilder out of the backfield. Um, uh, Coach Fix says that Coach Elizondo said he was not happy with the way that he called the game afterwards. And and, th- and that's great, but what are they going to do for the next game? I'd like to mm-hmm. like to find out for sure. Uh, I'd actually like to throw one thing in there because I, I, Coach Elizondo did say too, you know, you don't like to hear the yeah. boos, but we deserved it. And uh, you know what? I... I I like the fact that there's at least maybe a bit of accountability and, and I, I don't like, I don't like booing the team. Like right. it's, that's not, that's not my jam, but I, but I, I will definitely like, and right. I, I yeah. sit in silence, silently judging disappointed you. face. Um, if I can do Kayla's favorite gif, like, Oh, that's a good one. Like that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, you bet. Uh, Sorry, Ken Ludwig again. Perhaps Elizondo is overwhelmed with all the things that come with being a head coach. I mean, this is his first head coaching. So unusual for the Edmonton team to have a first-time head coach as their head coach. Um, other than uh, Scott Milanovic, who didn't coach a game, every coach we've had since what 2001 has been a first-time head coach. So mm-hmm. we're always great at breaking them in. Um, <laughs> You know, you although, although, can we say that it was kind of nice to watch Saskatchewan rack up a ton of penalties? Well, absolutely. 
Hmm. Yeah. Well, ex- except for the unfairness of that game, but we can get into that later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what else we got? Leanne says that we need to send someone to Sage Commonwealth. <laughs> Point. <laughs> I, I'm excited for somebody to do that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what else we got? We uh, we need some more wilder, big, deep balls. Just saying. That's Coach Vic. So there's the title of the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. In agreement. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Coach Vic is uh, feeling a little uh, bearish on the team. Says he kind of thinks we are not going to see a win at Commonwealth for at least a few more weeks. That's entirely uh, possible. Uh, kind of hard to argue at this moment. Yeah. Right. Ken's asking, how much do we want to bet whether or not Williams is back in the lineup this week? With uh, Derek Moncrief coming in and possibly... Ryan Walker being healthy enough to go, I, I don't see how he fits unless someone else is yeah, suddenly I, I in one game. I don't see that either. It, it, it's starting to become, um, you know, 23 all over again, but it's 29. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Long-time fans of the show will know what I'm talking Andrew. about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Coach Vic is, it says that uh, Kayla's uh, mom impression is spot on. It's just like her mom. Dang. It does. Yeah, it's a compliment. It's hard to argue. Um, uh, there, a positive from Ken Ludwig. Uh, a uh, the Stamps only had around twenty-five yards of offense in the first quarter. I mean, the first quarter I thought was solid defensively for sure. It's just mm-hmm. we couldn't seem to get much moving either. So, well, I mean, and yeah. when you're always on the field, you get exhausted. Yep, it's true. That's what happened in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you they, could just see it. They got tired. Yeah, yeah, tired and and frustrated because they they're no support, right? Yeah. Well, I would say even starting at the after the half, like they're just like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, it was very close still at halftime. I mean, it would be nice if we could have yeah. lead going in, but what are you going to do? Um, Coach Vic says that Calgary lost Labor Day game because of repeated drop passes. Elks lost this week because of defensive drop passes. So it evened out. Did it? Mm, no, I think we lost this week because of sacks and timing just losing uh, the line the of trenches the, the trenches right if you're losing oh, the yeah. trenches both offensively and defensively then it's tough I mean, though i mean we had some good pressure defensively but uh certainly on the, our offensive line we lost big time their defensive line so you have to give their defensive line credit i think they yeah. played a, a hell of a game uh yeah banks yeah, was amazing banks and lemon yeah. lemon came in with some you know evil thoughts on his mind having been with the club you know up until not too long ago so that, that Are tough. you saying that Lemon is a certain kind of personality? Certain kind of personality. Perfect. A bit uh, sour. Yeah, a little bit. That, that scores for dad joke points. Well done. Well done. Nice. Uh, Learn from Tim, the best. Tim Capper, speaking of another one whose podcast you should be listening to, Steve Daniel would have a few choice bad words about triple headers. I can imagine this pretty <laughs> tough tracking everything over a nine-hour game. So the game so yeah very true at least that last one the stats were kind of easy oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. just a couple more here uh chris agar to paraphr- paraphrase coach riggs from necessary roughness i've seen monkey <laughs> fights do more organized in this offense <laughs> yeah do you argue no no really. no and last uh goes to ken ludwig again uh, the Elks had the uh, time of possession advantage after one quarter and fell to minus seven by the end of the game. Wow. Oh, man. A lot, right? Well, what did no. you say? How many two and outs was that again, did you say? Well, I said it was it was 
41% of every home game combined this season. Oh, right. That was uh, courtesy of uh, Bone. I think it might be Bone Jr. Bone Jr. on Twitter. Yeah. Wow. That's, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, we should probably move on to something that's a little more fun. But uh, I am, I am, I'm glad that we got some laughs out of that with the uh, YouTube comments, etc. Absolutely. So, uh, super fan, you got some horrid items for us this evening? Yeah, I've got a couple, um, actually, and then I was asked a question previously that'll sort of tie in. So uh, let's start with, um, obviously, as Edmonton fans, we all know about the decade of excellence, which was the 1970s. Uh, from 73 to 82, we went to the Grey Cup nine times in 10 years, finishing in first place in the West all nine of those years. Uh, and in the West final, all 10. Um, so when we had the um, 2010-70s retro games, it was kind of a nice chance for us to sort of relive that memories, especially during a time when we weren't winning a whole lot in the present. So uh, I thought I'd get a few of the items from the 2010 season. Nice. Uh, first up, hopefully that should work. So um, first up we have a, hopefully you can see that. Ooh. So this is a 2010 70s retro helmet. This was Joe McGrath's helmet. Nice. Uh, I can see number 63 there. Yep. Hopefully you can see that. Um, Which I thought was kind of interesting because we didn't wear white face masks in the 70s. That was in the 80s. But, you know, what are you going to do, right? They still, uh, they have a pretty basic look to them. I love the return of the white masks anyway. I just think it's more of an 80s retro, but... You know, I know. Um, to go along with the helmets, I thought this might be a nice little addition as well. Oh, so nice. This is Jason Goss game worn jersey from the same decade. Again, uh, we didn't wear the three stripes until the 80s. So we would have had normally just two white stripes and two yellow stripes. So this is, again, more of an 80s retro, but eh, whatever. We were pretty good in the 80s. Yeah, too, right? <laughs> yeah we, we did all right. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I had mentioned to Tim Capper earlier, uh, he'd asked if I was doing any... I said yes, and he said, can I ask a question? I said, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to say no. Um, and <laughs> well, so you might. Said, you never know. You, like... you never know. So he said, okay, so what is your favorite item in all of this stuff behind me? Uh, and what would be your next white whale that you want to track down? Ooh. So, it, I mean, both hard questions. Mm-hmm. If I had to... Um, say i mean usually when people ask me my favorite i'll give them like five or six items it's like this is not an essay question um (laughs) but if i had to pick you put a gun to my head and said what's your favorite item i would say it's probably going to be in this box here oh yes Uh, you can see this is a spalding rugby ball j5v uh from 1954 and inside is and i've shown this before but i have no problem showing it again and again and again yes 1954 team signed ball by the entire 1954 team in the locker room uh, minutes after winning their first Grey Cup, the team's first Grey Cup in 54. So this was 10 minutes after Jackie Parker's famous fumble return for 90 yards for that touchdown. So, I mean, I don't know if you can see some of the names on there. Yeah, we can. Yeah, it's amazing. Holy Miles is on there. Normie Kwong is on there. Uh, Obviously, Jackie Parker. Uh, yeah, Bernie Filoni, who was our quarterback for that single year. Uh, I think there's only three names of players that were on the team or at least at that game. 
that aren't on that list. And uh, of course, they're all gone now, so I can't quite get them to sign it. But <laughs> I, I don't know how I could really top that for sure, because that's just one of those things that'll come that once in your lifetime. And if you don't get it, you're never going to see it again. So uh, that, that's got to be number one. For sure. I I agree. Holy man, that's amazing. I I, I know you've brought it before and, and yeah. shown us, but it yeah, it still blows my mind every time I see it. Yeah, it blows my mind every time I see it. <laughs> um, as for you know, white whale. God, there's so many. I mean, you could, I could pick about a dozen things that that I'd love to get next. I don't know. I always tell people that my, sometimes my favorite item is whatever the next one is. <laughs> that's that's a know, good one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if I'm going to have a, a what do you actually have to get next, it's probably going to be apparently now two helmets from this season for the uh, <laughs> cases now that we have a second helmet to uh, track down. Let's uh, let's let's talk about that for a second. What what did you guys think of the helmets with the full logo on the side instead of just the antler? Kayla. I loved it. That's like the first thing I noticed. It's like, that's a new helmet and that looks so sharp. I really liked it. Awesome. Super fan. I mean, I thought it was great. I mean, my first thought is, oh, come on. It's less if it wasn't expensive enough at the locker room sale. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I thought it was very cool. I thought that uh, it really created a lot of buzz when they started talking about it on Twitter. Um, before, I, well, as I was trying to get into the stadium after shutting down tailgate, I had about five different people messaging me. Have you seen the helmets? I'm like, oh, no, what have they done? Uh, and then I saw them. At first, they said they had the, the logo on there and i was thinking in my head they went back with the ee logo but with the new stylized ees i thought that's pretty cool that's gonna and then i saw it and i'm like come on guys seriously <laughs> I-, I thought they look they look great uh, i think it's going to be really attractive to a-, a younger crowd as well um i noticed a lot of kids i mean they love that logo um it's just such a thing that you can use in so many different ways so i think that that's great that they put it on there and it looked pretty sharp uh yeah i liked it um I think I might have even liked it, and I know this is this might be sacrilege, but I would I might have even liked it better if the inside of it was filled white, just to make yeah. it pop up a little more. Because sure. that was the one, it's the only thing that I noticed is just when even watching on TV, it it blended in a whole lot, and so it was kind of hard to to see the logo unless you were really paying attention. Uh, right, and and live it might be different, but um, no. But no, okay, okay. So oh, really, I noticed it right away. I don't, and I don't notice things. I don't. <laughs> but I got old eyes, right? So yeah. Fair. So, so I, I'm just like, what are they wearing? Huh? So that's why nice. But I, I just think if they had the like the white in there, yep. I think it might it might have just made it pop, right? You mm-hmm. have the show the logo on your wall. Yeah. Oh, I right. should show. Yeah, I don't know if I've shown that off yet. Here we go. Ta-da! Look at that. That would look sharp. Like, and and you could have the 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 gold part could be white, just clear, yeah, uh, or clear. But you could even make that white, and then you have the the gold helmet, and then you've got the logo, and then you've got just the rest of it is white to make it kind of jump out. And uh, right. I think that would be amazing. So yeah. that that was if I was, I mean, I am I'm, I'm picking nits, and I understand that, but that would be. Yeah. Um, Good Lord, this camera's not great. Okay. Uh, Will's like, we always have to see you. I don't need to see your arm up close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, 
that that was my only if I had one little thing that I think it might just make it look a little sharper is just to have that white in there. But it did it did look cool. I'm not gonna yep. deny yeah. that. And who knows? Sure. That'll be next year. Yeah, well, like you said, that's an expensive locker room sale. That's uh, that's yes. what that is right there. Um, I'm hoping they bring a, the EE out for at least one game. Just a little bit of a retro night or something. Oh, a third helmet in one year? You're yes. killing me. That's all right. <laughs> no, There's that's a the, lot that's smalls. killing us. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the guy on, on cover team. Um, that's so, so sad still. Okay, let's stop talking about that game. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on to something just as exciting when we talk about next week's game. Well, it's been fun. Good night, all. That's oh, right. Yeah. Um, so next uh, next week, we line up against the best team in the league right now. Uh, first of three out of four games that we play Winnipeg over the next little bit. Oh, my. Three times we have to play the same team, and they're at the peak of their uh, of their well-playing. Uh, that's my excellent English. Did you appreciate that? <laughs> yep. You're welcome. Um, well, it's yeah, words is hard. Uh, so 8 p.m. start, well, 7.45 start. So yeah. there'll be a little bit of crossover, I guess, between the two games. Uh, we're the late game of the doubleheader. Um, let's talk about, uh, the, well, I guess there's some rules that we could line up for this one. Uh, the first rule is don't start a fight as you will lose players and the Bombers won't. Because we don't want to have that, right? Because they're they're allowed to throw people to the ground and not get a penalty. Um or kick it out of the game. That, that's perfectly fine. Uh, second rule, watch out for the uprights. Most outstanding crossbar. Correct, yes. Uh, if you're going to be, uh, you know, playing the Bombers, that's that's pretty important. Um, let's, let's talk about what they really need to do. Um, Mike, we'll start with you this time. Let, let's talk about how this game goes down and, and what, what, is the, what do the Elks have to do? Is this <laughs> the part where I insert everything I've talked about in every game so far? <laughs> I'm... Probably, <laughs> yeah. I know I your main your main point, so I've just I'm just lobbing it up here for you. It's lobbing the softball yeah. up to mix metaphors. Um, I don't know how you can have six yards of carry and not be just running the ball down their throat. Correct. I don't understand. Um, I know it's tough to to get to the quarterback on defense uh, when he throws the ball so quickly, and they've got some pretty solid offensive linemen there. And and Oof. let's be honest, their defensive line is no slouch either. So you just have to find a way to win it in the trenches. I don't know what they're going to do on that offensive line. If Sir Vincent is ready, do you pull him off early? At this point, we've been hearing everyone is spending up to the, the cap floor. So if that's the case, pull him off. Right. Get, get him out there as early as you can if he is healthy, because we need all the help we can get. Why is Saxolid is, uh, you know, moved in like moving back out to to left jackal he did great there i thought so yeah the, well, there's that, a bunch there's some... i think that's because like kurt cordilla is that how do you say it? yeah jack cordilla yeah i think if, if he didn't have the back issue i think he would be playing guard and sax would be playing tackle like i think dress yeah oh did he oh okay so yeah. we gotta we sidelines. well Let's, Number sixty, but I mean he's, he's getting closer. He's a raw rookie, right? and, and Saxlid is a so you'd have your entire left side as someone who have one year combined experience. Yes, that oh, a little scary, my. right? Little, little to say the least. Yeah, so yeah, I think there's there's definitely some some points there. Uh, Kayla, what are you thinking about for this game? Uh, I know something that I can do if they'll let me is go into the end zone and have like big arrows and say, you know, this is where you need to go <laughs> right here. <laughs> 
get to this point, please. We can use all, just get those guys with the little runway lights. <laughs> Guide them in. I can just see Kayla standing in the end zone. Like, <gasps> right He's here. Yelling. Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. See me? Yeah. Um, yeah, the exact opposite of what we said were the bads. Like, just don't do those. Don't do those <laughs> and you'll be all right. Okay. Uh, but maybe, yeah, find a way to make adjustments like... Elizondo said they didn't, and he took accountability. But when you're going against the best in the West right now, we're playing them three out of the four games next. Don't use the same stuff repetitively when they're failing. And even when they're succeeding, you got to mix it up because good defenses will make those adjustments and know exactly how to read those plays. So I don't know, better communication by far. Um, get a little bit more creative. Don't be so conservative on your playbooks and protect the quarterback, please. Yeah, I think um, I, I think the big things, and Mike, you already mentioned it. Uh, we already know that that a couple of teams have run the ball on Winnipeg this year. Yes, I mean William Powell last week in the first half was ha- was having a game, and yep. the, their defensive line they they want they want to come after that quarterback. So right, start doing the dumb start using Make the run ball pay. exactly and james wilder jr like we're we're waiting for that big like he he has the one touchdown i believe just the one so far um yeah like th- this could be that remember that game you like you said where he you know he runs Let for 200 yards this this is not, that might be the game um maybe and or at least shake it up enough so that Let's if you break that record yeah, oh i'm okay with that i just hey it's the right what is the record 225 yards in 1999. Oh, my. Beautiful. Was that Pringle? Yeah. No, it was Pringle wasn't until 2000. Uh, he was here in 92, and then he was here in 2003 and 4. Okay. Um, yeah. It was, um, you know, my brain's gone blank. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. Eric Blunt, wasn't it? Thunder and Lightning. Was that? Eric, was it Blunt? No. Oh, you're talking like league-wide or just Edmonton? Oh, in, in Edmonton. Really? Why do yeah. I not remember this? Um, give me a second. It'll come to me. Uh, I'm sure someone will already have it on there. Yeah, probably. Someone's going to tell us on the on the uh, <laughs> Sean Millington. Sean ah, Millington. there we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 225 yards in one game, and that was one game that isn't broadcast, so I don't have it. So. Oh man. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be okay if you had a game like that, or or at least yeah. make it so that when you do play action, they might actually believe you. Right. Like you use the run a bit. Um, I, I'm curious to see now if Ed, uh, Ernest Edwards is going to have another full week of running, you know, practice on special teams for doing the returns. Do, do, do we think that that helps? Do, do, we, do we get a return? Do we? I don't know. Oh. How about how about Ernest Edwards catches it and then hands it off to Matt O'Donnell and Matt O'Donnell runs? <laughs> how about that? If, if everybody else can actually block, maybe. We could just, just just change it up for fun. See what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Where Get a certain kind of personality on special teams. Correct. That is exactly what we need. Where's Jed when we need him? Um, it should be, it'll be a very interesting game. Um, I, so the tailgate opens at uh, th- uh, 5, Superman? 5, 5.30-ish, yeah. Okay. And uh, what what's on the menu for this week? 
Oh, this week it is pulled pork on a bun, and that's pulled pork made with some Dr. Pepper for some sweetness, some barbecue sauce, one of Jedi's specialties. It is delish. Wow, that could be the best part of the game, so get there early. Absolutely. That's that's wonderful. Uh, let's go through uh, any other YouTube stuff before we do our pick'ems this week, super fan. Sure, let's take a quick look here, uh, zoom back a bit. Uh, so, going back over the uh, 70s retro, Will Gertler says, uh, at least the Eskimos' 70s retros could actually be tracked to something they did wear. Nobody is certain to this day what the Argos' 70s retro were ever worn by the team. Um, so, Tim Kaffer then asks, uh, so ladies and gents, thoughts on the Elks and alternate, ooh, words is hard, helmets this week, TD or fumble, Absolutely. and I think we all agreed it was a touchdown for sure. At, you know, maybe not the two-point convert. If they would have added the white in there, I think that yep. would have been the eight-pointer for sure. Tim does say that now Andrew and Mike have two helmets to get this offseason, which we have covered. <laughs> Locker room sale. Um, uh, Tim does agree that they should run the full color helmet logo. Uh, Chris Agar loves the new helmets. Um, everyone capper is predicting the Elks will go one and two versus one of so hey, we're getting a win. That's the better record than I was oh, thinking right. earlier. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Ken was saying, was it something to see on that rider? Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that was something pulling off the helmet. Um, yeah, yeah. And somehow not get ejected. Correct. Well, Don't understand that one myself. But uh, again, I think it's. Yeah, well, the player that gets away with everything. That's the thing. Yeah, Will Gertler here. talking about what uh, the Elks can do to uh, to win. Argos had 100-plus yard rushers in both games against Winnipeg. So, oh. again, they are definitely vulnerable there. So, I think you need to hit them there. So I agree. And, and yeah, that's about it. Uh, Will Gertler did bring up uh, one of my personal favorites when we were talking about the longest run in history, Troy Mills. Oh, uh, Troy was here at the time, but, uh, yeah, it was uh, Sean Millington that had the record. But, yeah, I mean, I've got a Troy Mills jersey, fan jersey, so uh, absolutely loved him when, when he was on the team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right, let's get through our pick-ems. Um, we got some uh, some really fun ones to pick this week. Actually, I, I think there's going to be yes. a lot of good battles, and then one that. Eh. Um, but uh, Calgary versus Hamilton kicks everything off on Friday night football at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, this one is in Hamilton. Commissioner Kayla, are we oh, are we Lord. are we calling the Holy Mazzoli? Because he is coming back in. I maybe yes, sir. Well, I what? mean maybe. Well, Dane is hurt on the sixth game, so no, I know. But, but... then they just they just um, brought in a Canadian quarterback. Well, but yes, they, as well. So I, are they going to start Mazzoli? Are they sure about they that? Uh, they don't know because Watford was taking first team reps today. Yeah. So anyway, well, what do, I can't what do you think, say Calgary even if I believed it. So I have to go Mazzoli. <laughs> <laughs> I made it almost at the beginning of the, the season. Oh. You did. That's true. Yep, that's it's good right? to stick to your guns. I like that. Uh, well, Will Gertler Super does fan. say, go Calgary. Uh, spoken like a true Argos fan. Yes. <laughs> to your, anyone against Hamilton. Um, I, I think Calgary played terribly in this game, and had they been playing most any other team other than us and Ottawa, I, I don't think they win this game. Um uh, we just seem to be like, no, 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 please, it's your turn. Um, <laughs> so, I, I that being said, though, I think that that's another week. 
with Bo behind center. Uh, they are going to get better. They, their lines are doing great. And if we don't even know who the quarterback's going to be, and, and I really like uh, Dane a lot, but I, I think it might be Calgary taking this one in, in Hamilton. Interesting. Uh, if it was in Calgary, I would take Calgary for sure. And only because of the things you said, I'm taking Calgary anyway, but whatever. Yeah. Boo hiss. <laughs> Boo hiss. Uh, Toronto versus Saskatchewan is the late game on Friday. And that one is back in the rectangle. It's like they never leave. Uh, the end of the season, they're going to have a lot of away games, I'm guessing. So, uh, That's fair. Uh, so let's start with that one, Superfan. Uh, is it time for Harkamania? Is uh, Fajardo back? What's going on? And who's going to pull out the win? I don't know if Fajardo's going to be back. Uh, it's hard to say. He's going through concussion protocol. So uh, at this point, do you want to risk something on your quarterback for a single game and possibly risk the season? I wouldn't. Um, that being said, I think Toronto is coming on. They might have a new defensive assistant or coordinator even uh, coming in to yeah. Ontario. I don't know. I can't remember his name. It's something. Uh, yeah. Something uh, very complex. That is a boo hiss. Um, but I know that Rich Stubler will be calling the defense this game. Uh, mm-hmm. and I've always been huge on Rich Stubler uh, as a defensive coordinator. Uh, so I, I think the double blue are going to come away with a win. Uh, I'm right with you. Actually, I'm going, uh, Argos on this game. Uh, their, their yeah. defense that last game, uh, played stellar. It's um, been strong. And I mean, I understand if it wasn't for a, uh, flying upright, then, you know, that would have gone probably to overtime. It would have been an interesting, even more interesting game. But I, I thought Toronto's defense for the, especially that first half, they just yeah. dominated and, and they have the pieces to do it. So, um, and, and that was one of the things we saw Saskatchewan go up against Winnipeg that has a very good defense as well. And, and it, it just it didn't pan out the same way. So, um, I think regardless of whoever is in at quarterback, I, I think I'm going to give this one to the double blue and, and see how that goes. Although the Saskatchewan home field advantage does actually usually mean home field advantage. We don't understand what that means, but they do. Tell that to Winnipeg. That's fair. They did get, yeah. So, all right, I'm still going Toronto. Okay. Chaos. Yeah, clap for the wolf, man. That's <laughs> I love it. And Winnipeg is just a better team. So well, yeah, I said it. Yeah. That's, well done. I we were. I mean, I don't want to really get that excited about it because of who we're playing this week, but still. Yeah. Um, as much as I'd like to pick Toronto, because generally I like to sway with the underdogs, but at home, coming off a loss again, I don't know. I just I can't see another loss in Saskatchewan. So, as much as I don't want it, I'm feeling that the Sask is going to pull it out. Commissioner opposite, come on now. <laughs> Work well. Maybe it works. Maybe it's okay. We'll see how it goes. All right, then. Uh, Third game, which is the early game on the Saturday. Uh, BC travels out all the way to Montreal uh, to take on the Montreal Alouettes. And um, Montreal coming off a bye week. BC coming off of the absolute drubbing uh, of the Ottawa Red Blacks. Um, Ottawa, though. Well, but they did still play well. Like, I'll. I'll it's I'll give BC with... that they they really did connect. Um, I, I mean, we know they could, their <laughs> offense did play. Yes, like they showed up. C- 
correct. That was an exciting <laughs> offense to watch. Uh, so I am going to uh, go this one. I, I I think Montreal, though, coming off of the bye week and and Vernon Adams with a, a bit more confidence. And um, I know, Kayla, you had said, you know, that that postgame interview got to you. It got to me, too. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see these guys play and, and just have him calm down and, 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 and put up some points on the board. So, uh, TD Jake all the way, and, uh, I'll go with, uh, Montreal commissioner Kayla. Yeah, I'm in the same. I mean, the lions played a great game against Ottawa, but like you said, Mike Ottawa, and I'm so jealous that they can return a ball for a touchdown. Can I just point that out? The jealousy and, and the jealousy rage was yeah. just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was too much to handle. But, I mean, like I said at the beginning of the year, Montreal scares me, but I like it because I love how they play. I love Vernon Adams Jr. I can't say that enough. <laughs> and I'll say, keep saying it, but I love watching Montreal play. They're so fun. They're so gritty. And at home, coming off that bye, man, I'm so excited. Montreal, let's go. awesome yeah i think bc as well as they did play they are still fairly one-dimensional the run game just isn't where their passing game is or even close uh much as uh, we obviously do love shaq cooper and what he did here um so i think coming off the bye montreal's had an extra week to prep for this and they've seen lots of film at this point so i think you got to give the advantage to the home guys for sure yeah absolutely all right, let's uh, let's shake it up for our prop bet this oh, week. F- um, Mike, do you want do you either want to pick do you want to pick the I'll, prop I'll do bet it. or do you want to set the line? You can set the line. I've sure. got three. To, sure. Tell you what, I've got three to pick from. I'll give the three. Kayla can pick from that, and you set the line. Love it. I that works. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. So here we go. What are the three so, options? My choices are sacks allowed, not saxalid. Sacks allowed. <laughs> oh my! Against Winnipeg. To give you an idea, they have a so far they they currently have two. Winnipeg has two point two sacks per game average, but in the last game it's three and a half. So for that, Edmonton interceptions. We got our first last week. Can we keep it on a roll? Will we get one? It's just a yes or no at this point. Yeah. Or Edmonton home TDs. Will we get a touchdown? Oh my. Okay, Kayla, which one are you picking? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I can't make it easy. Holy crap. So which one um, do you think we should pick from? Sacks allowed, interceptions, or touchdowns? Because it's so far-fetched, and it's so filled She's with hope, but you just don't want to hope for it. I'm picking I love touchdowns. the fact you started yeah. with, it's so far-fetched. I am. <sighs> I thought... I'm like, it's more far-fetched than getting... Uh, doesn't it, though? <laughs> so, all right, then. Well, I guess we know what the line is. The line is 0.5. Yep. So, uh, are we over or under on home TDs against what I consider to be the best defense in the league at this particular moment? Superfan, you get to pick first. I'm going to be bearish on this one. I'm going to say yes. Like Brazilian Ty said last week, you got to go with the over because it's always live. You always that's, have a chance, right? I mean, if you pick under and they score a touch, well, it's over. You know that. Oh, hang on a second. If, uh, if you pick the over, you always we need to it. clarify this: touchdowns at all or offensive touchdowns? Okay, I just want to make offensive sure because touchdowns. that that changes yeah. what I might pick. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, I'm going to go with yes. I think they are going to 
learn more diversity in play calling and, and let's not be so pass happy and let's make it a little more balanced. And if that's the case, we're, we're going to at least get a touchdown. So I say, yes, we'll get one. Okay. Commissioner. For the sake of military appreciation night, for the love of God, get a touchdown. I will go. Yes. <laughs> All right. And uh, I am going to go. <laughs> wow. That's really hard. It's pretty sad. I can't. I can't believe that it's this. It's this hard for me to think about this. Um, Having a single touchdown. Oh my! Um, I'm going to be different. I'm going to say under. Oh. Uh, I say we get a defensive touchdown, and it's all Sean White all day. So that's... not a special teams. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's our <laughs> party like it's 2015. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's if you if you said special teams touchdowns, I'd have set the line at zero, yeah. <laughs> and still said under. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the uh, yeah. So that's well, we have a lot of confidence going into this game. We do. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I yeah I had to I had to yeah, I'm gonna shake that up. Uh, in case you're wondering, last week uh, the over uh, the under was definitely what paid out because I said 299 and a half. Uh, I think Trevor finished with 220 something. Yes, he did. Yeah, that uh, was not good. Uh, so that's where we end up. So now, super fan, uh, before we go because this is uh, lots of fun. Um, you won in the CFPN fantasy league this week. I did. Uh, I. Oh, I, I won my head to head. Yes, I did. You, you won. Yes, you won your head to head. Right. Um, and, and I lost because I decided to try starting an injured guy. Right up there with Ottawa worked. drafting a dead guy. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I pulled an Ottawa. That's yep. great. Um, that's really You never want to go full year. Ottawa. <laughs> no, exactly. So, uh, I, I lost by five yep. points. Like, seriously, one Shaq Cooper, you know, 50 yep. yard run and we're in. But anyway, whatever. Fine. Um, Stupid Travis. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Good for Travis. Uh, but this week, That's very the district boys Ooh. take on each other. Yeah. So now uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, we're both three and three, and uh, we're going to see who pulls it out this week. So no fantasy talk. Uh, although he says I've been well, chatting true. about the uh, On games. the plus side, it was very helpful of you to suggest I do take the Ottawa D, which was nice. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, if yep. only I could, yeah. because they are on a bye week. But you know, I still think, like I said, you just minus thirty two hundred dollars off of your salary you cap, Perfect. and 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 that part I'll let you leave the defense blank. Just assume you are taking on. You are it's far okay. far too kind. But I couldn't. You're Brazilian welcome. Tie. You're welcome. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, Brazilian tie would kick us out of ever playing again. That's right. So. Not we're not allowed to do that. Uh, it's gonna be fun, man. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to. Hey, no matter uh, what, to, we got some wins. Good games. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we, we're getting there. Uh, we're, we got one guy that's going to be in second, and it's going to be outstanding. Yeah. So that's this is where we're headed. It's going to be very fun. Um, so yeah, now we're now we're basically just you know playing everyone against us. Right. <laughs> just just because why not? I mean that that's what makes it fun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Pod Power. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to your forest. 
Your Forest is a podcast about the natural world. Hear stories about the environment, renewable resources, conservation, forestry, hunting, fishing, and more. This is a podcast for those who cannot live without the joys and wonders of all wild things. Find Your Forest wherever you get podcasts or at yourforestpodcast.com. That's yourforestpodcast.com. Well, this was fun, guys. We, we found a way to get through and have a few it laughs. Cathartic. It really was. Let's go with that. That's a, those are fun words. Uh, all these English words that we're pulling out this evening. It's hard. Uh, Commissioner, where does everybody find you to uh, follow and chat with you on the social medias? On the one social media platform of Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and super fan Mike. Uh, they can find me pretty much on most platforms, but I'll even respond on Twitter. Uh, so nice. at 56 Parkies, <laughs> and then the history segment, and we'll get some pictures of the Horde items uh, at Edmonton History. That's E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. That's lovely. I, I love how you, you need to like put that into a song. Like It, it sounds, mm-hmm. it sounds <laughs> yeah. like the old Patreon that. thing that we used to do. Like That really does. It's very fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, at some point. Yeah, not anytime soon because nobody wants to actually see me sing it on top of hear me sing it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not we're not that. Uh, of course, make sure you are following Pay It Forward with Football. I do want to show you. I got one of these fancy things yeah. right there, and uh, oh, that's awesome. a message. Nice. Great to see them. Yeah, and I I got to hang out with Quentin a little bit uh, yesterday, and um, you know he he picked up a pod shirt, and I picked up a a bracelet from him, and uh, you know the one thing I will say about. Uh, those people, I mean, they're they're amazing people, but they actually live by what the words on this on this bracelet of spread kindness. And uh, yeah. I think we need more of that in our world right now. So I'm I'm happy to have that. Yep. Uh, so yeah, follow them along for sure. Of course, there's lots of great shows coming out from the CFPN. Uh, you can find those at Canadian Football or CFPodNetwork.ca. I don't know why I wanted to stretch that out, but CF pod network on .ca uh, and of course make sure you check out all the great shows on the Alberta Podcast Network including our good friends at the To and Out CFL Podcast who uh, had me on this week and you can find those at albertapodcastnetwork.com there you go a little more fun there it is. It up. actually Travis even set me up to do the dot com on his too it was outstanding it made me made me laugh uh, and of nice. course you can join in the huddle with us at the turf district that's on Twitter Facebook and Instagram uh, we of course will be back next week uh, we will be back to talk we'll show up let's hope the that's team does the perfect answer I don't even have any more to add to that <laughs> <laughs> We'll make sure we're here for some more laughs and some more chat on Twitter and uh, YouTube. So make sure you join us next week. So for Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week.